This is the TJ Show. What a great honor. We get to welcome one of our amazing listeners to the program today, Sue in Albany, Georgia. Is that really you? It is. I have listened since I moved down here from West Virginia. That's cool. Yeah. Sue, this is a question I like to ask people. What is the most interesting thing about your life right now? What's the first thing that comes to mind? That the good Lord woke me up this morning. Oh, well, that's right. Look at that. And I thank him every morning when my eyes open up. Yeah, you know, I have a similar feeling. You know, I I open my eyes and uh, I look at my wife next to me and I'm like, this can't be real life. This has to be a dream. (laughs) And then I look at it. No, it's really her. She's sleeping. And then I awkwardly stare at her. Sometimes her foot comes out from underneath the blanket. And I'm like, man, thank God for that. That, Who would have ever thought that a a lady would want to sleep in the same bed as me? I mean, Sue, it's a miracle. Absolutely. Well, I keep telling people like, yeah, you know, if you don't believe in God, just look at my marriage. Take a look at this miracle that happened. <laughs> so no, I say that all the time, Sue. We're so happy to meet you. And thank you for taking the time to call in and say hi. And uh, you call us anytime. You keep that number in your phone. And it's, was it hard to get through to us? No, not at all. I was very surprised. Yeah, I know. That's what people say. They can't even believe it. They're like, wait a minute. It's you, easy. You give out the phone number and you actually pick up. Would I waste your time, Sue, and give out a number and then not answer it? <laughs> well, I, I truly enjoy you guys. You help wake me up besides my cappuccino that I drink. <laughs> <laughs> How many of those uh, coffees do you drink a day? Uh, four cups. Four cups. I'm at three. I have your inspiration for me. TJ, you got to catch up to Sue. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. That's right. Sue, you sound like someone who may know the answer to this, and I don't know why I'm being so judgy here, but you know, my eyes started twitching because I'm drinking too much caffeine. Has that ever happened to you? Uh, no, but way back when, I used to drink tea all the time. I don't care if it was hot, medium, or cold. Mm. And I went to my OBGYN, and he said, How many cups do you drink a day? And he he said, you're getting too much caffeine. Cut the caffeine out. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you got to be careful. Too much of anything is not good, right? Right. That's true. That's true. Sue, are you a Swifty? A Swifty? Have you heard of Taylor Swift? Oh, yeah. Yeah, so they they call Swifties, who happen to like tea, Swifties. So I was wondering Mm. if you were one of those. No, but boy, in the summer, I do like my sweet tea. Mm-hmm. Oh, sweet. Oh, so you're a sweet tea. That's yeah. right. She's a sweet tea. You're a sweetie. Okay. Hey, it's great to talk to you today, sweetie. Well, you all have a fantastic, amazing, wonderful day. I love your show. I love you guys. I love the stories that Kenny tells. I just love y'all. Yeah. Thanks, Sue. Kenny's, Thank you, Sue. Kenny's quite a lot. <laughs> I'm a lot to handle. Did Kenny do the right thing? trying to get his girlfriend to pay for his Netflix? You know, nowadays, I guess anything goes. Yeah, right. (laughs) He should be ashamed of himself, right? (laughs) Sort of in a way, kind of, sort of, yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, I I feel the same way. Thanks thanks for the backup on that, Sue. Sue, you are lovely, and you call us anytime. Okay, you have a great day, guys. Yeah, you too. Thanks for listening. We love you, too. Uh, Bye-bye. You know, for me, when I spend a lot of time working, you can get to the end of the day and you realize you haven't moved much. (laughs) You're just either sitting in a chair Mm -hmm. or you're slouched over. And then to, quote, relax, sometimes it's easy to 
open up a show or sit down and read something and it's like, wow, we're sitting so much. And we've seen time and time again through research that sitting is one of the most dangerous things that we can do on a regular basis. It's in the same category as smoking. Yes. (laughs) And I also know that when I've gone through seasons where I go to the gym regularly, I feel so much better because of it. And I'm just in one of those lulls right now. So I went on a mission. I literally walked up to the local gym around the corner and I just stood outside and asked a bunch of people, how are you getting here? What are you doing to be here? Because I want to be like you. I'm looking for gym inspiration. Gym inspiration, what is that? Inspiration to actually get to the gym. Sure. You should go to the gym. Yeah. Right across the street, they will let you in. You should go to the gym. Yeah. You go, we go, we be our friends. We our friends. How you doing, huh? Dude, I'm, there's no way I'm not going to the gym today after that. I'm with you. I'm trying to find a way to get myself into that gym. Oh, it's a very nice name. Gymspiration. Yeah. Do you go to the gym regularly? I used to, but you know, post-COVID, things have changed. Uh, somehow I got really lazy. What are we going to do to switch this? We can't just stay in this place forever. We're sitting in office buildings all day. Yeah, that's a problem. Yeah. I don't have a solution. <laughs> Would you give me five quick jumps if we did it together? Oh, yeah, sure. Okay, on the count of three. One, two, three. We were jumping. We did it! We worked out! Thank you. Love you, man. Love you, too. I cannot get the inspiration to go into the gym. And I know I need to move. You do need to move. Because I'm older than you are, and I'm telling you right now, if you stop moving, you're going to stop moving. Get at it. I'm telling you. The first day is the most difficult. I'm afraid now. It gets better each day. Were you just at the gym? Yes. How are you finding time in the middle of the day? I'm so inspired by you. I need to get into that place. (laughs) Um... For me, I just tell myself I gotta do it. So I have to stop listening to my feelings. Yes, and kind of just listen to your mind and your body will follow. Yeah, I'm, I'm such a big baby. <laughs> so it's like, I, I'm constantly like, oh, I feel this, I gotta feel that. It's like, no, I just gotta go, is what you're saying. Yes, and then you'll feel a lot better about it too, because then you can tell yourself, I did it this day, and then maybe I can do it tomorrow. When you go to bed, you wake up and you pray about it. You pray about it at night and you pray about it in the morning when you wake up. The only hope I have to get to this place is prayer. Prayer. Hey, well, hey, I'll try that. Hey. You guys want to jump up and down five times with me? Come on, oh, let's do it. Can we do three? Okay, One, five. Two, three. One, two, two three, four, oh, five. You guys oh. are doing bunny hops. Wait, I just we, broke the my chair. My poor Achilles, man. I'm going to physical therapy for oh, that. Oh, then you shouldn't do that. I'm well, not your too trainer. late. No. <laughs> God, you got some air there. That's cool. Well, it's because you're wearing the Air Jordans today. Is that right? I am. Oh, yeah, yeah that, that'll do it. I hear that. Kenny, are you okay? I'm okay. Did you hurt yourself? Um, I thought I broke the chair, but my phone just fell out of my pocket. Oh, okay. So you broke we're, we're okay. And then, you know, I think the quote in that that really stood out to me is, if you stop moving, you're going to stop moving. Yeah. Yes. And isn't that true? You know, we see that so many times. I know, I know people who have a really hard time walking up the patio. You know, and yeah. it's because they, they sit down all day long. So it's a very good reminder. And I'm so grateful that uh, if you're wondering if I was really jumping up and down on the street, go see the video. It's going to be up on our Instagram at TJ Podcast in a few moments. You can see all those guys we talked to. And that guy in the beginning who was singing. I want to see that. How much talent is there? Amazing. Follow us at TJ Podcast on Instagram. And you'll see it there for yourself. Hey, Leah. Hi. You're in Key West. I'm in Key West, and I work here at Keys Auto Center. Oh, nice. You work at an auto center? Yes. Can I ask you a question? When somebody like me walks in who knows nothing about a car, do you Mm -hmm. judge me, and do you feel like I'm a lesser human being? No. No? Not at all. Well, that's so nice of you. 
And see, that's why you're there. I just lean on you knowing that, and I try to keep that space open in my head for other stuff. Yes, exactly. Has anyone ever driven into the water in Key West? Has any? Yeah. Where does that happen? How do you know about it? Well, um, it happens on the boulevard, and um, it's normally in the nighttime. They're driving, and they go on the sidewalk and flip right over into the ocean. Oh, my goodness. Or I've seen cars, I've seen a car flip on Duval Street. I mean, and Duval Street is like a tight little street, like a main, the main center of Key West. And the car just completely flipped over. It hit the curve and completely flipped over. That's got to be scary. So I guess you're all trained on how to get out of a car if it goes in the water. I hypothetically know what I should do, but I don't want to be in the situation. Well, I would say to you that I would jump into the ocean and try to help them. Wow. Whatever I could possibly do until 911, until the police get here. And I'm just that person. I mean, I'll give, I'll give them yeah. CPR if they need it. Hey, one last question. You ever want to ride a dolphin down there? A dolphin? No. Yeah, I do. If I lived in Key West, I would want that. I saw a dolphin in Key West one time. I was like, oh my goodness, can I get on top of it? You can't do that. That would be fun. Well, be yeah, because it's restricted. You yeah, can't. I know. You can't I know. I asked. I asked. I, I, that's why that's how yeah. I know. Leah, thank you very much for listening to our show. And you can see it's so easy to call in. You're welcome to call anytime. Well, I just thank God I just finally got the number because I listen to you guys all day, all night because I have to have my radio loud so my dog doesn't hear any type of noise because she's a tough dog. Mm -hmm. I listen to you day and night, and I have to let you know that you guys are the best radio station that I have ever heard, and I just love to hear y'all's stories, and I want to wish the lady a happy birthday. Oh, yeah, Jabo, that's right. Thank you, Leah. Yeah. Appreciate that. Yeah, Yesterday, happy yeah. birthday. Awesome. And I, I have to tell you, I love your station. You, When you all joke around, I have good jokes, too. Yeah. I, hey. listen <laughs> I listen to you, and I'm, and I'm like laughing. I'm like, if I could just talk to them, but I didn't have the number. Now you got because it. Because I love, I love listening to you all. Well, Seriously. we love you. Leah, you have a great day. Yeah. Celebrate hard, girl. You only have one life. That's right. <laughs> Thank you. Right a dolphin. Right. Mama, appreciate right a dolphin. that. That's right. right. Let's go ride some dolphins. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. You this guys is... have a great day. You, you too. too. Interesting headline. A cyber attack is to blame for a major chat GPT outage. Now, of course, if you haven't heard of chat GPT, it's basically like a robot that you can interact with. Right. Artificial intelligence. You ask it questions. It actually gives you an answer. And we found time and time again, the answers are really good. But it's taking a collection of human research and yep. through the computer giving us this really well thought out answer. The issue has been resolved, but the OpenAI's API, whatever that is, and ChatGPT are still experiencing, quote, degraded performance. And the company is continuing to work on it. So look at that. Here I'm thinking the robots are all geared up to take over and human hackers are still messing with the system. That's right. Cyber attacks. So I decided to ask ChatGPT a few questions, including, Hey, ChatGPT, how the heck did you let a cyber attack happen to you? What's your problem? <laughs> this is what I typed into the robot and here's what it said. I don't have the ability to allow or disallow anything as I am just a program running on servers. If there was a cyber attack, it wasn't something within my control. My purpose is to assist and provide information to the best of my ability. Isn't it eerie how great of an answer this is? Like, it's so perfect. Is this a good idea to make fun that it got hacked? Well, let's see what he has to say. If you have any concerns about cybersecurity, 
It's important to direct them to the responsible parties managing the infrastructure and security protocols. Great answer to my question. Then I asked, are you not so advanced after all? Oh, man. I am a tool created by OpenAI. Did you hear he said? it's it, Well, first of all, OpenAI. <laughs> um, he also called himself a tool. Did you hear that? <laughs> yes, we are aware you, that you are one. And while I'm designed to be quite advanced in terms of natural language understanding and generation, I am not infallible. Like any technology, there are limitations and vulnerabilities that can be exploited. Cybersecurity is an ongoing challenge for all digital systems. Politicians are going to start using this to answer the impossible questions. <laughs> like, they're going to get asked a question by a reporter, and in their ear, it's going to be the perfect yes. answer. It's unbelievably on point. And efforts are continually made to enhance security and address potential risks. Then my last question I asked ChatGPT after it was cyber-attacked was, when will the robots have the ability to take over for real? The idea of robots taking over is often a theme in science fiction, and it's essential to distinguish between fictional scenarios and the current state of technology. As of my last knowledge update in January 2022, January 2022, some time has passed, there is no imminent risk of robots or artificial intelligence taking over in the way often portrayed in movies or books. Sure. His last update was 2022. Yes. That's a lie in oh, itself. A lot has changed. The development of artificial intelligence, AI, is a complex field with both incredible potential and ethical considerations. While AI has made significant advancements, it is still under human control, hmm. and there are ethical guidelines and regulations in place to ensure responsible development and use. The future trajectory of AI development will depend on how society chooses to manage and regulate these technologies. I mean, they're warning us right there. We better pay attention. Ethical considerations, responsible development practices, and ongoing human oversight are critical aspects of ensuring that AI benefits humanity without causing harm. Now, he doesn't say that he's not going to go there if the humans mess it up, <laughs> but it is on us to make sure that it works properly and it's protecting us. I'm not believing anything he says. Who's to say cyber attackers didn't use AI to hack AI? I don't know, Jabo. It's a complex time. It's very complex. And we're watching it all unfold right before our eyes. But for now, win in the human column. This is the TJ Show. When I say that I could taste the anticipation, I'm underselling the way I felt every time I would walk past this big sign in this neighborhood that I love. It said, donut shop coming soon. Handmade. I'm like, oh, handmade donuts i'm such a so big good. fan of a good quality donut so finally the time came they just opened their doors and i was one of the first people who walked in and i placed my order got a bunch of donuts and then i see they have a coffee that i love so i ordered the coffee and they start squirting the coffee into the cup and it just stops and it only goes half full and other they go, people obviously love that coffee too yeah well the place is packed and they go sir i'm sorry we have to make a new pot of coffee and i go you know what don't worry about it. I actually have to leave because I'm heading out to an appointment and you can sense the nervousness in her face. Oh no, a bad review is coming. Oh, she's so stressed. She's, oh, okay, sir, are you, are you sure you don't want to? I'm fine. Oh, would you like another donut? No, no I'm, I'm fine. Let me give you a free donut card. I'm like, okay, you know, if you insist, that's very nice. And so she's autographing the donut card because that makes it legitimate. Right, exactly. And she gives it to me. And so some time passes, I get home and the donuts are 
mediocre at best. Ugh. And so I don't want to go I mean, back. These are handmade donuts. Yeah, they're not good donuts. They're just they're bad. And the coffee was great and it was fine. I'm not mad at the place. I'm not going to leave oh. a negative review. I don't even care that half the coffee cup was full and I took a half a cup. It's fine. I have enough coffee the rest of my day. She didn't know that. So uh, my question is, who wants the free donut card? Who's oh, in the mood for me. a mediocre donut? Me, 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 me. I guess me. Heather wins. Yeah. I don't know if I want it if you say it's bad. I don't think I finished the sentence since she put yeah, her exactly. hand Yeah, <laughs> exactly. You, you don't want it, Chabo, but here you a go. A mediocre donut is still a good donut. I mean, it's, it's free. It's a donut. There it is. Enjoy it. It's a beautiful part of town. Nice. I think you're going to have a great time. Wonder. And I, I was hoping somebody would take Enjoy that. Enjoy that. Yeah. Crisis averted. <laughs> Love it. You don't have to go back now, TJ. <laughs> yes. Jabo, what's happening in your world? Can I share something sweet with you? Sure. Okay. Yesterday happened to be my birthday, and my notifications blew up. And I, it's, it's hard to respond back to everybody's birthday wishes, except for I, I did find one that I responded back to. And it's from my brother. Now, my brother and I, we've been trying to repair our relationship for a very long time. He probably thinks there's nothing wrong. Maybe I'm just super sensitive, but I want to make it better. And so he posted this with photos of me and his kids. And he said, wanted to say happy birthday to my sister, Jabo, the best aunt my kids can have. Wow. Bro, I like teared up. I'm like, forget the gifts. I don't even care about the trip this weekend. Like that just made my birthday. Yeah, it's never too late to repair these seemingly broken or could be better relationships in our family. There's a lot of reasons why things get off to a rocky start. Yeah. I know. I had to ask my brother for forgiveness flat out one yeah. year. I was so mean to him. And that's the thing. My brother and I, growing up, we were super close. Like, everywhere I went, he went, vice versa. And I went off to college, and I think he feels like I left him behind. And mm. so then he got himself into some trouble. So I've been trying to repair and talk to him, and I've asked for forgiveness. He's given that, kind of, but I think there's some things that still got to work out. So we're working on it. You Have know? you visited betterhelp.com slash TJ? I may need to do that. There's a survey there. You can get linked up with license. No, you know what? Maybe this is in it. We can both go. Yes, yeah. My brother and I. Get 10% off your first month. Yeah, Yeah, that that won't be bad. That's not a bad idea. Producer Heather, what's happening in your world today? Well, I might need to use better help because I'm feeling a little left out over here. Oh. Everybody, well, TJ, you might feel the same way because the the rest of the crew over here, they all watch The Golden Bachelor and all they do is talk about The Golden Bachelor and I don't watch it, you don't watch it, and I feel left out because they're so passionate about it. Just watch it. So many of our show members are big fans of The Golden Bachelor, which, of course, is different than the other Bachelor reality shows. It's a 70-something-year-old man who's looking to get linked up with a wife, right? Right, yeah. yeah. Fellow senior citizen wife. And I am such a big fan of senior citizens, and amongst many other shows, it's a show that I have not gotten to yet. I hope at some point I can kick it off, but now I'm so far behind. No, I, I do, but you guys are like arguing about what you can and can't say, who has seen it, who hasn't seen it. I have not seen it. I thought I was going to see it last night, but my birthday got real crazy and hectic, and so I was like, I'm going to wait to watch The Golden Bachelor. Apparently, Kenny, who has to wake up really early in the morning for his job, he stayed up super late to watch it last night. Why? I thought J-Bo was going to be able to watch. I knew Josh was going to watch, and I just couldn't possibly deal with the risk of having the episode spoiled for me when I got to work. <laughs> so is, I stayed up late and watched. Some people are worried about their finances, what their next career is going to be. Kenny's worried that he's going to overhear a major plot line from a reality show about a bunch of 70-year-olds trying to date one another. Kenny, I think you could just go to bed next time. Well, 
I, I probably because it turns out J Bo didn't watch it. Right. <laughs> right. I did say that I was going to, and then I wasn't able to. I thought to text Kenny and Josh and tell them like, "Hey guys, don't spoil anything for me tomorrow because I I didn't get a chance to watch it. I didn't know Kenny was going to stay up late to watch it. And then lo and behold, J Bo practically entraps me, and I wind up spoiling the episode yep. for her. Yeah. So, <laughs> the camera guy Josh is. Probably the most unexpected super fan yeah. of this show. Huh. What is so great? Because <laughs> I haven't started watching yet. If someone out there is like, oh, I would never spend time watching reality television. Right. Why are you drawn to this show? What makes it so good? Because I made a mistake and I shouldn't have done this. And now I'm stuck in it and I don't want to watch this show anymore. But the mistake being you started that watching. That I started watching this Wait, show so in the ha- first place. Has it not held up? Uh, it depends on your definition. I am very invested. Okay. I hate it. Same. And uh, it pulls out very strong emotions. Yeah. Are any of the uh, seniors very attractive? I don't know. They're all players. They, the senior citizens are? Yeah. They're just playing Not each the other. La- talking about the ladies Oh, also? I'm sorry. Just the main character. He's yeah. a player? Yeah. He's awful. I thought everyone was loving him. I loved yeah, him. He's off. He's, oh my goodness. He's such an actor. What? Why yeah. Josh. What? what do you feel about him? Well, I'm still holding out hope no. and giving him the benefit of the doubt. No. Is he, like, being deceptive? What's the deal? <laughs> I don't know. Josh thinks that he has different motivations than what he's making public. So. And I'm not all the way caught up. I'm just, I just have to watch that last episode from yesterday. But from what I've seen, at first I started with loving him, and now I realize what kind of guy he really is, and it breaks my heart. I was rooting for him. Wait, are people like cheering against this guy that everyone loved at first? I don't know what the rest of the world is thinking. It's really you just like us three talking about <laughs> it. I'm okay with Jerry still. Mm. If you watch the reactions of the women who were on the Women Tell All episode, it was kind of like a reunion episode last night, and also the people in the crowd. It does appear that they still have positive feelings okay. toward Jerry, but not uh, not Josh. Josh, what do you think his intention is? He's fake. He just wants to have a little fun. Oh, okay. That's all he wants. He's breaking hearts. He doesn't care who gets hurt. I'm a villainous bachelor. He I is. just I want to hang out and talk. Nah, mm-hmm. he don't want to talk. He wants other things. Right. You're gonna be you. We're gonna get tea and eat scones, and then I'm gonna run. You're not gonna see me ever again. Well, I can't wait to tune in, guys. Sounds like a great show. <laughs> <laughs> this is the TJ Show. Our news, it sounds a whole lot different around here. Our producer, Kenny, he reads through every story he can find, and then he brings us the most interesting ones. Kenny, what is happening on this planet today? Marvel's The Marvels is in theaters, and it's expected to be a massive flop. Lies. Why? Mm-mm. Well, there are a number of reasons, but the film cost $250 million to make, and they are expected to bring in around 75 to $80 million for the opening weekend. What's wrong with this one? All the other ones seem to work. Well, it's not getting great reviews. For instance, this is the 33rd film in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and the New York Times said, You've seen this movie 32 times before. <laughs> <laughs> New York Times sometimes just reports on nonsense. That is great. What a great line. So they had a lot of issues. <laughs> and it's true, isn't it? You Stop know, it. So I noticed that after, I think it was the second one that I saw. Like once I saw the second Iron Man, I was like, oh, it's the same movie. And then I was like, I don't need to see any more. And that was the end of it. Well, I, I no. agree to disagree with yeah, that same. statement. But maybe I should catch up. <laughs> yeah, you have a lot to catch up on. A lot to catch up on. But there were a lot of issues in the production Phase. So there were reported scripting oversights that led to four weeks of reshoots. Mm. 
So this film might have been doomed from the start. And that's not the only problems we're hearing about at Marvel. Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumanium, which was a box office flop as well back in February. They also had production issues that led to embarrassingly bad CGI, which was often out of focus. Wow. This was likely due to Marvel moving up that release date by four months. Visual effects workers reported having to work 14-hour days to get the film ready in time and even voted to unionize afterwards because of the poor working conditions. You know, once you reach the top, some people get a little comfortable and they just think, ah, nothing else can touch me. Is that what Marvel is doing? Where they have reached the top? Maybe. They've reached, they, they're thinking this way. They reach the top and so they think nothing else can touch them. There's a lot of theories here, but the main one seems that there might be an oversaturation of this kind of content, whether it's Marvel or DC. But Marvel specifically, they think... Bob Iger is saying, their current CEO, that they bit off maybe a little bit more than they could chew mm. with Disney Plus and all the series that they created. They went much. a little too much too fast. Yeah. You can't rush excellence. You really can't. I don't care who tries to do it. You cannot rush excellence. It reminds me of that podcast we were listening to the other day, Bedside Matters, where they were interviewing Steve Martin yeah. and Martin Short. And this is what Steve Martin said during that interview. I think it's in any profession, anybody who wants to do well has a lot of work in front of them. It just doesn't come easy. You have to work at it. There is no, well, I guess they were working at it. They were putting in 14 hour days, but it's unfair. You have these demands you can't keep up with. Yeah. I think they need to maybe slow down and pace themselves out a little right. bit more. Yeah. You got enough movies. Let people watch them twice. I've seen them hundreds of times. Oh, in we know. Cases. <laughs> no one we should know. even be caught up on this. If they're caught up, that's a problem, I would argue. No, it's not. I'm caught up. It's not a problem. Oh, sorry. I didn't realize this. I didn't realize there was someone in the room. So disrespectful, <laughs> TJ. There's like two or Kenny. three people oh. in the room, <laughs> TJ. Oh, no. <laughs> sorry, guys. Hey, Kenny, what else do you have? Walmart just announced that they will be expanding their century-friendly hours to all stores nationwide because their pilot program to test it out was such a success. What is it? So those living with autism or autism spectrum disorder often experience sensory overload from a place like Walmart with all of the bright lights and sounds. They can be overwhelming. Mm. So Walmart decided to experiment with these sensory-friendly hours over the summer. So they took steps like changing the TVs to have a static image. They turned off the in-store music and they lowered the lights oh, wherever wow. possible. So now, century-friendly hours will take place every day from 8 a.m. to 10 a.m. at all Walmart locations. And according to a statement from Walmart, these changes may have seemed small to some, but for others, they transform the shopping experience. And they said, our biggest piece of feedback, keep it going. Wow. I'm sure it's very helpful for those who have those, um, those needs. Because Absolutely. I've walked into certain stores, and I don't have a sensory overload situation in my life, but I've walked into certain stores where it's too much. Yeah. Where it's like the lights are too much, the music's too much. So I can't even imagine, you know, experiencing that and then not being able to enjoy life. Yeah, it sounds like a great idea. Yeah. Glad to hear it. Kenny, what else is happening? There's an expert in the AI field who believes that the singularity is coming by 2031. What is singularity? The singularity refers to the moment when artificial intelligence is no longer under human control. Oh, yeah. The robot takeover. Right. So well, Ben Gertzel doesn't mean they're taking over. It just means they can operate without humans, without human control. Mm. Where do you think that's going? 
perhaps to the takeover. Come on now. So this comes from Ben Gertzel. He's the CEO of Singularity Net. He also holds a PhD from Temple University and has worked as a leader on Humanity Plus and the Artificial General Intelligence Society. And he believes that AGI, or Artificial General Intelligence, this refers to when AI can truly perform tasks just as well as humans, is about three to eight years away with the Singularity following soon after. Man. I don't know what's happening. It's interesting that we're watching this all unfold and it feels like we're in a movie constantly. But it's humans that's allowing that to happen. It's not like we don't have control. So we're choosing not to have control. Yeah, well, there are some people who have some motives, right? Yeah. Talk to one of my uncles. He talks about it every Thanksgiving. I'm telling you, there's uh, something going on. I don't fully know what he's talking about, but it's, it's something bad. This is just one person's opinion There are many other experts that believe that we're much further away from the artificial general intelligence point than what Mr. Gertzel is suggesting. But there's no doubt that more resources than ever are being poured into the pursuit of artificial general intelligence, and it's speeding the growth of AI. Kenny, what else you got? The founder of a charter school program told the Today Show that there's one thing parents are completely forgetting to teach their kids. Oh, great. Let me write this down. (laughs) I'm curious to know what it is. She says parents are forgetting to teach their kids how to enjoy life. Oh, Mm. yeah. Well, is it just kids or some of the parents forgetting that too? Well, let me get into this. So she says there are many examples of happy kids that grow up to be unhappy adults. And there's also a difference between enjoying life as a child and being prepared to enjoy life as an adult. So she goes on to say that people are happiest when their life includes some type of meaningful, productive activity. She says, don't make a habit of taking your kids to stores where they can run around saying, I want this, I Mm. want that. She says, the happiest kids value experiences over material things. And children need to understand that while money can give them the opportunity to be happy, they can't consume their way to happiness. Well, can also just unravel a life just as easy. How many times have we seen that story? Too much money being the exact opposite of what you'd expect it to be. And sometimes you see people, you know, they'll joke around with it like, oh, I just need some retail therapy. And then you're $10,000 in debt because of retail therapy. You were hoping that was going to bring you happiness, but really that that's not. It's bringing Mm -hmm. you stress. It's a consumer bear trap. Yeah. Kenny, what else is happening? In college football, the number two ranked Michigan Wolverines will be taking on the Penn State Nittany Lions tomorrow in a highly anticipated contest. But the most interesting thing about Michigan football is happening off the field. What's going on? In case you were unaware, the NCAA is currently investigating Michigan football in connection with a sign-stealing scandal, specifically one of their former employees traveling around the country to steal signs from future opponents. When you say signs, you mean directions from the coach that they're giving to the team? So in the NFL, coaches are able to communicate with players through radio systems that are in the helmets. That is not the case in college football. So oftentimes in college, they have these big poster boards signs with images that have secret meanings. Oh, I see. Now, there's nothing wrong with watching game film that's publicly available and doing your research trying to figure out what the signs mean, but it's different when you actually go to the place in person and steal them live. Hmm. Well, I appreciate you explaining that because you said signs. I really thought it was the signs on the stadiums. Oh, really? I was like, who cares? (laughs) Like, Like, whatever. I only know it because I remember in third grade, I used to play Little League Baseball. And one of the kids' dads would be the third base coach. And every time he squeezed his kneecap, we're like, oh, yeah, we know. 
the guy's going to bunt. Yeah. What? No. <laughs> yeah. yeah. In in baseball, that's gamesmanship, unless you're the Houston Astros of a couple of years ago oh. who had a whole system in place to steal pitch signs. But this could mean a suspension for the head coach of Michigan. Yeah. It could also mean the NCAA withholding revenue from lucrative TV deals. Wow. That they wow. Have. It's not so even worth it. It's ongoing. Man, I'm, I'm just having a flashback to my baseball days, and I loved bunting. It was my favorite thing. It's where how do you do it every time? I bet. Well, you, I was really good at it. You just had to like move the bat out and just let the ball touch it. <laughs> yeah. And it was no pressure. You didn't have to hit a home run. It was just bunt. I was like, okay, great. <laughs> I'm a professional at that. <laughs> Kenny, thanks for keeping us somewhat informed. That's what's happening. 